Thanks for watching Q&A number two. I got four more questions I'm gonna answer today. The first is what got me into fishing? The second is the hardest thing about tournament fishing and how I stay positive. Number three is gonna be my thoughts on bait casting reels. And number four is gonna be about my opinion on information sharing. So the first question I'm gonna answer is what got me into fishing? Um, I started out fishing as a kid with my dad. Um, we'd fish local lakes near our house. Um, we didn't really know what we were doing. My dad would talk to people at work that fished, talk to people at the tackle shop and get the latest dock talk. Um, we fished this way for a long time, but I started to play baseball a lot and didn't fish very much. And we fished this way off and on until about the time I graduated from college. So after college, I started fishing a lot more. I started from the bank, but I knew I really wanted to get a boat. Um, eventually, I was fortunate enough to get my first boat. I spent 3,500 bucks on it. It was a 1991 Nitro with a 60 horse motor on it. It actually blew up on me twice, and my dad and I had to rebuild it twice. Um, one of the major things I was really excited about at the, at, the, at the purchase of it was that it had a steering wheel. My dad and I had a boat um, when I was a kid, and it had one of the tiller handles on it with a 35 horse Chrysler motor on the back of that thing. And uh, we always wanted a boat with a steering wheel. Getting the boat was really a game changer because it gave me access to so much more water. I caught a lot more fish and it really made me fall in love with fishing all over again. Once I started catching more fish, I definitely knew that I wanted to compete. So eventually I was fortunate enough to meet um, a local San Diego fisherman through selling rod on one of the fishing forums that we had online here in San Diego. And we started off fishing um, together just for fun. And then things started to line up right and I was able to fish tournaments with him as well. And that's where I got the tournament fishing bug. And obviously I still enjoy doing tournaments now. The second question that I'm gonna answer is, what is the hardest thing about tournament fishing and how do I stay positive? One of the hardest things about tournament fishing is competing against guys that have a lot more experience than I do. Whether it's just tournament fishing in general or fishing certain bodies of water and knowing how those fish uh, react to different conditions, different times of day, whatever. This is inevitable whether you fish team tournaments, club tournaments, or even at the highest levels as you're competing against guys that have more experience than you. Um, and this is what I'm talking about in this journey and this long road that I'm on that I talk about in my videos. I stay positive because in the end, I never end up losing. I gain knowledge or I have a good finish or I'm learning from a bad finish. Bad finishes are gonna happen but I'm honest with myself and I know that I have a lot to learn. So as long as I'm paying my dues and I'm learning from all these events, I'm able to stay positive because I'm getting closer and closer to my goals. The third question that I'm gonna answer is about my opinions on information sharing. Um, how do I compete against guys that share information and do I feel at a disadvantage if I don't share information? So I think the way that the Wild West Bass Trail created their no information rule really makes a lot of sense. So in a nutshell, I'm basically allowed to solicit outside information prior to the off-limits cutoff for whatever particular lake we're going to fish. If there's anglers that are fishing the event that are signed up as pros, if I'm signed up as a pro, then I can still talk to them and get information from another angler signed up in the event. I personally don't worry about guys that may or may not break this rule. If there's guys that are breaking this rule, that's on them. I have enough to worry about by just trying to put a practice plan together or just trying to figure out how to catch fish on a lake I've never fished before. So I try not to worry about things that I don't have control over. And whether a guy follows this rule or not, I have no control over that. At the end of the day, if I wanna make a living fishing, I need to be able to find my own fish 
and I can't rely upon other people's information to point me in a direction. Um, obviously, sometimes that could help, but if I want to do this long term, I need to become successful at finding my own fish and developing my own abilities. The fourth question I'm going to answer today is what are my thoughts on bait casting reels? Both bait casting and spinning reels play a major factor in my fishing. I think both bait casting and spinning reels have their place and I think you need to be proficient in both. I always have both bait casting and spinning reels in my boat. Uh, whether I'm fishing the Delta or fishing Lake Mead, I've got them both in there and the Delta you end up using a lot of heavy line, but when I was up there, I was using light line. So you just never know what the conditions are. So you need to be ready to use both. For example, if I'm finesse fishing, then most of the time I'm gonna be using a uh, spinning reel because those lighter weights and those lighter lines definitely perform better for me on a spinning reel than they do a bait casting reel. I look at bait casting and spinning reels as both tools of the trade and I need to be proficient at both. Thanks for checking in to Q&A number two. I really appreciate it. Um, please like the video, comment, share it. If you have any follow-up questions, make sure to put them in the comments below. I'll make sure to answer them. Um, if you're not a subscriber to my channel, please subscribe. I'd really appreciate it.